1: Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture and I'm Sharmila Ganesan. The past few months have seen many arts makers and creatives taking to the online space as a way to show their works, thanks of course to COVID-19. So capitalising on this, A Plus Gallery is debuting its inaugural online festival of video art, featuring a whole month of works that each explore the potential of video art. So the festival is on from the 1st of August to the 12th of September with new Selections being unveiled every weekend in August. Joining me to tell us more are the festival's convener, Lee Weng Choi, and one of the curators, Ray Langenbach. Hi, Ray. Hi, Weng Choi. Thank you for joining me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, maybe the best place would, to start would actually be to talk about what video art is.
0: Yeah, I, I would say, I mean, video art came out of the history. Uh, in a sense of the um the Sony Portapak was the first um, uh, device which was adopted by artists and that was in the 1960s and <clears throat> it was Nam June Paik uh, who a uh, Korean artist and um Shigeiko Kubota his wife who was a Japanese artist who uh, were the first uh, adopters and they were part of Fluxus, which was a global phenomena, art phenomenon at that time. And, um, and th- so there was a famous moment, you know, at the beginning of video art uh, where um, uh, Anam Junpei picked up the the device uh, at Sony Corporation and then shot video on his way downtown to a studio in Tribeca or someplace in New York. And um, uh, that, um, and and he showed it that night uh, to to friends and, and colleagues. So that was the first video art show per se. Uh, and the idea was to, was the removal of video of the capacity to record um, uh, images. Um, uh, from t- television, from the hegemony of television and, and corporations, and artists began to be able to to adopt this new technology, and it was used in a much more reflexive, techno- technologically reflexive way, where where you would actually, point, uh, you know, do things like point the camera at the monitor to create feedback systems. And the notion of feedback was essential to the to the entire technology because people were feeding back moments of their daily life, and and um, uh, or setting up situations in which the the camera was a was a participant. So so the the it's kind of you know one of those beginnings of something that we talk about a lot now in theory, where the, it's the body of the artist or the body of the person is extended through other kinds of bodies. And there are other subjects always in play and, and uh, technological subjects are part of that. So the camera became a subject, it became a, a position of view, it became a, a, a part of the feedback system of the artist's uh, conceptual notions um, in, in the work.
1: What would you say is the, um, the position of video art, particularly in Malaysia as well as the region?
0: I think that video here really began to take off about 10 years ago. So so, uh, and I might have that, that, that timing wrong. I've, I've been away a lot uh, in the last ten years, so so I'm I'm not a completely privy to what people have been doing in the in the time that I was away. Um, but um, but it, it the the what What happened? The, the kind of first wave of video as this conceptual art video kind of passed, and then and then other kinds of video began to show up, narrative video, video which which um, uh, tries to, you know, as as Wang Choi was talking about, tries to create a different kind of effect rather than just a conceptual bind or a feedback situation of the early work. And it's moved, of course, from black and white. To color and and to high end uh, digital um, uh, imagery now, so so the computer is part of video now. It's not separate really from it anymore, and and that is a dramatic difference from the early analog um, of video attempts. So so I would say that we're talking about um, digital digital image making um, and. Uh, And and rather than video per se
2: now. So Ray's story where he, the the first sort of moment, uh, you know, where it's a technological uh, opportunity, right? And then uh, artists get very experimental with it. So what you can see, of course, in the last 20 years is the technology has really changed and also has become so much cheaper and so much more accessible. So artists are doing all sorts of things with that, right? And, um, you you would say I, I would say I don't know so much about Malaysia uh, as such, but just around Southeast Asia, you really do have uh, this century. Then an explosion of people. Uh, there isn't any lag before, you know. So when you have the story of Nam June Paik in the '60s and the sense that you know, while fluxus is, is global, you know, where does Southeast Asia figure in it by this century? whenever there's technological opportunity, artists are then going to it. And a a really wide range of artists, you know, with all sorts of uh, interests. And uh, so some might be doing video work that has a lot to do with their own kind of community. So they're Philippine artists who will use uh, digital media to really talk about stories, not about Manila, but you know, the islands. So you have artists who'll do things like that. And then you have artists like in Singapore who are really dealing with uh, uh, very urban experiences, So you really have uh, a great range uh, of applications now with the kinds of tools. I think one way to categorize it is, you know, for the most part, it is time-based, right? And um, it's, while the, the artists themselves and the institutions and the art spaces, the biennales, they've recognized the form and are supporting it. One thing that hasn't been uh, is uh, private collectors don't really, mm. uh, that's something that I think you can generalize throughout Southeast Asia. So Southeast Asian artists uh, who are, let's say, becoming very big in Europe, they'll get collected, their video art will get collected there, but less so within the region. Mm. Why do you think that is? I think people still tend to just buy paintings. and if they are adventurous, they might buy sculpture you know, because in
1: in my head, I'm just thinking that um as a as a collector, for the very practical reason being I might not know what to do with it once I've bought it in that where yeah. do I show it? How do I show it and so on
0: and, cool. it, and it's, it's ephemeral mm. um, you know, it has that ephemerality of performance, so the same part of the same problematic of Collecting performance uh, moves then into the collection of of video and some of the some of the videos which have been online in this festival uh, Have been performance videos Uh, And and one in my section is also um, More than one is our our performance video. So so that that is part of it Um, another another aspect of it is it's often quite political and and uh, artists uh, have used it to document uh, events which um, are uh, controversial and contentious and and often have violence in them, and 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 that has um, you know maybe limited the, the field of collection as well. You have to want a kind of uh, a sense of uh, history of documentary of but but not it's not real. Uh, it's not um, necessarily sequential uh, documentary. It's not necessarily a um, a, a, uh, a forensic, uh, very close and careful academic kind of documentary. It is. It is often an artistic documentary. So it falls between the the the, the these uh, slats in a way. Oh. Um, for, for some collectors or, or for corporations collecting.
1: So to bring that to the idea of this festival itself uh, and also to link it to this idea that you were talking about of capitalizing on developments in technology, the fact that this is an online video art festival, it kind of levels um, the accessibility quite a bit because anybody can really access it and watch it. What was the idea behind this festival? Because there haven't been that many, honestly, here anyway, um, that do sort of this Anyone can and can watch video art online. How did the
2: idea come about? Just just to backtrack a little bit, and I'll get to your point, uh, your question, uh, shamela But um, we have the four curators, and e- rather than having an overarching theme, we thought the best way to do is look. I know, you know, Joshua Joshua uh, Lim from A Plus. Uh, who's the, the gallerist, we we knew you know, we know lots of people and we just thought, okay, let's approach them. And we know that each of them will have a very personalized vision of a selection. So that's the way we sort of thought of the whole curatorial arc, right? Don't have a big theme, but just go for the individuals and they themselves will have their themes. So, but the earlier question about why do this? Well, everyone, because of the pandemic, um, is you know, shifting online. And of course, as themes, you know, the pandemic comes into each of the four curators themes in some ways. Uh, So we thought rather than, of course, everyone's also going to online viewing rooms, and that's, it's limited, but let's do that. Viewing video online is also has its limits, because sometimes people will look at it on their phone, right? Mm. Uh, Maybe a laptop, very few will project it on a wall, right? Um, and even then, you know, a lot of these videos that are, uh, selected were video installations, um, rather than just screens. But we feel that, uh, this is a better way of having, uh, you know, thinking about the online platform space. So it has a couple of agendas. It's a good way to get A plus into that online space. Uh, it's really good to connect with all the people that, uh, the curators and the artists, and we've been, Joshua has been thinking about video art for some time and thinking, what would be a good opportunity to do this? And so this, you know, a lot of things uh, tied up. And also, again, just to emphasize that we really are hoping that there's much more support for it. So there's a, a greater mm. audience, just a general audience, but also a collector base, whether it's institutional collections or uh, private collectors. So we're hoping, you know, to, to you know, uh, this will not just be a, a one-off thing. It'll be a, a series and we can sort of build that so that there will be more and more Um, collectors for it and more and more uh, general audiences because video art has a strong following, uh, you know, within the arts communities. Mm.
1: So the structure of this festival is quite interesting because it's happening throughout the month of August. It's already um, launched, let's see, uh, a Two weekends ago, eight. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and every two weeks you're introducing a new collection of works curated by a different curator. Um, Ray, of course, is one of the curators, and uh, Wengshuo, you're sort of convening the whole festival. Do you want to tell us who the other curators are?
2: Okay, so oh, first but... of August we started with uh, a plus with the selection, and we had artists like Ho or or um Kim Tanzihao, Tran Quach, and then see three of our curators are artists, so. Uh, Ray Langenbach uh, is an artist, very, very important to, uh, to emphasize that he's also an artist rather than just the curator. Um, so we started after, what we do is that we screen for two weeks, but then we overlap. So every week we start a new segment. So uh, the whole festival will run, you know, um, you know, like six six weeks or so. Uh, but, you know, so there's that overlap. Ao Sao Yi, a Malaysian artist uh, based in Taipei, so she's she's also screening her works in the first as, a, as an artist, but then her curatorial selection is just two Taiwanese artists, and that's been um, go, going on, and that'll run till the 22nd, right? right? So that'll that'll go. But Ray will start on the 15th, Ray selection, and uh, after Ray is Trong Kuei Chi, uh, an artist uh, uh, based in Hanoi. Um, so she has she's working just with Vietnamese artists. Um, And then Mark Bled, uh, who's a curator, uh, writer, teaching at uh, NTU, uh, Nanyang Technological University in Singapore, uh, he's showing four films from Kray Chang, a Singapore artist. Mm.
1: I'm obviously going to ask Ray to explain his own curation, but um, was there a sort of of parameters given to the curators in terms of what kinds of artists you're looking for? Um, You know, did you want them to be from particular places or was it sort of a free for all?
2: Pretty free for all, but I, I, there. I mean, the one kind of parameter was, you know, one the artists should ha- want to participate in something like this, uh, and we didn't want it to be too unwieldy. So everything from like two to five, six artists, and also time. Uh, you know, in terms of time works. You know, uh, Kim, uh, who's like an avatar of a of an artist, his work is eight hours long. <laughs> uh, so it's not like you actually will watch it eight hours, unless some people want to do that, um, but. Uh, you know, you can sort of check in on the video over time. So that wasn't a parameter either. So you know, if if someone selected only those kinds of works, that would be fine, right? But um, you know, people have have uh, chosen uh, a wide mix of things. Like with with Mark, uh, he ended up just uh, using one artist, but five, uh, four works, and he'll, he he sort of explains that he's, he's very interested in how. He looked at these works that were very much about repetitions and they were done, of course, before the pandemic. But then during the pandemic, re- revisiting these things really makes you rethink You know, what, how we take in movement for granted and how an artwork, a series of artworks are very charged by their particular context. But then when they are seen in a new context, they still remain, uh, I mean, they, they take on a new, new meanings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ray
1: so um, your selection of works opened on or rather became available on the 15th of August tell me about what your approach was
0: okay well the the theme is um, is death basically and and um, and I do a kind of uh, historical uh, sort of touching basis through time of of one notion of death which is this this um, idea or this story, uh, which originally possibly apocryphally comes from uh, Solomon, uh, so and and uh, from Babylonian period, uh, so so it's um, you know a, a, a story of inevitability and 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 the desire to avoid death, our desire to avoid death, but but sometimes that desire to avoid death leads us right into the teeth of death. And and so the the paradox of death, um, the, and the paradox of time in relation to death. But I I didn't I didn't want to pick uh, videos which are sort of leadenly um, uh, or instrumentally about death. I wanted I wanted to to find videos that that were in some way tangentially or uh, looking askance. Um, Um uh, at death or or the possibilities of death and what different kinds of death and particularly environmental death Which is something that we are facing We have the pandemic which is part of the great extinction part of a part of uh, You know climate change and and so looking at that larger picture as well but also looking at war. So Sasha Rajic, uh, for example, one of the, one of the artists, um, uh, as a child, um, his, his father was Serbian. Uh, his mother, I believe, was Croatian. They lived in, in Zagreb, Croatia, and they were expelled from Croatia uh, under, you know, if they had stayed, it would probably have meant death. Uh, and so he, they walked, they journeyed. In di- different ways, from uh, Zagreb to to um, Serbia, and and what he did was actually to reverse the walk. So mm. so he walked from Serbia back to the the original home in Croatia, and the, the video is the is a very aesthetic version of that walk without any overlay of of text or or um, or voice. So you simply have the imagery of that of that walk, and and then uh, other other sounds. So Pekaniskinen is looking at the Arctic, but he's also looking at uh, music, and he's and in the relationship of music uh, of a yangon a musician uh, to the death of his mother and the the ritual uh, musical ritual around that death of the mother, the remembrance, and but. But places it uh, against the a trip to the Antarctic, mm-hmm. and so you have that overlay of the human and the and the larger um, um, you know dis- disappearance of, of ice, and then Lucy Davis and Jalanjati, which is tracing uh, the, the DNA of, of teak uh, across the. A Malay Archipelago, and it's an animation that she did, uh, which looks at quite long—I think a decade-long research on, mm-hmm. on on the the you know the demise and and but how Teak, uh, she she turns the the scales because. How teak draws humans to it, and then um, uh, causes human migration as teak itself is being migrated by humans. Uh, quite fascinating.
1: I think even when, even though the overarching theme is death, there's so many. Um, variations on how you know even from hearing them I, I find that they're so diverse these approaches um wing choi I am curious what the other curators have chosen to do or what we'll be seeing and what are some you know interesting ideas or themes that have emerged uh, from the other segments
2: with sao Yi um she's she's looking at uh the the two artists that she she has one um who is very interested in it's asia air is, is the work by uh uh wu Yu. uh and the way we've technology uh, you know use technology to control space so that video sort of explores some of those kinds of questions this was originally an installation so we're just watching it as uh, a, a single channel uh, video um but it, it Talks about how um, you know you have maps, you have uh, military technology, you have drones. So that I'll explore that, and then Posak John Dian, uh, who will be doing uh, his video, is on uh, the themes of the river and you know working with an um, an Aboriginal uh, culture and how they're often between spaces. Uh, they're always n- navigating and negotiating from their own sort of homelands to. You know the urban urban spaces. So uh, that w- they they contrast very much, but they have that uh, commonality where they're really thinking about um, space and transgressions of uh, agency throughout space. Mm-hmm. And so they have very very different approaches. You know, one's much more sort of narrative, uh, voiceover, and one is sort of much more sort of impersonalized. Uh, but but you know they, that's how they resonate with the the, the, the single theme. Uh, Quay Chi, um, I already mentioned, you know, uh, Mark Glad and uh, looking at Quay Chen and yeah. the, the, you know, the, the sort of performative uh, videos that are very much about repetitive work. With Quay uh, Chi, with, uh, you know, a number of uh, different sort of artists from Vietnam who will do, uh, you know, a, a wide range of things, Um Chi herself is, you know, really thinking about, uh, you know, quite um, personal, the way we we have an understanding that's quite personal and her own video is in some ways like a, a preface to all the other kinds of videos. And in her own video, it's um, this sort of empty space. It was an ex- exhibition space. And she did the project where she collaborated with a number of people and then she put some things in it too. So she's very interested in cinema, architecture, and space. And the film itself is uh, one of, I think one of the filmmakers uh, that she's uh, uh I'll, I'll say their names in, in a while and this will be really embarrassing cuz saying the Vietnamese names are very difficult for me. Um but he's just lying there with this, his back to the the audience. Uh and he and you see a, a glimpse of this sort of space that has some odd objects and odd positioning of things in it. And then eventually you have all these sort of tennis balls just being fired. Um and it's almost like you can't see the face of the person, but you are so interested to see the face. So uh, she's exploring these kinds of things of what is withheld from view. And all the different artists that she selected will take up on some of these kinds of themes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, am- among them are uh, Do Van Huang, Chong Kong Tung, uh, Quin Dong, uh, Fan Nok Lan, and Yuan Fan. Um, Tao Nguyen is probably uh, perhaps the best known of of the group because uh, you know, she's shown in lots of Biennales. If, if you compare with Ray, so Ray knows all the all the filmmakers, uh, but I think there's less of this kind of conversation amongst them uh, in his work. So they, they all are these sort of tangents from this kind of idea. So there's they're much more sort of tan, ch- tangentially related. Um, there's a certain kind of dialogue that's happening with Cao Yi. Mark is the single artist. And then I think with Kuei Qi, there's, it's almost like a relay that there's this one idea that then another one sort of picks up, does something quite different and then they'll pass on to another. So it, they all have a very different shape, each section, mm-hmm. uh, the way that they're organized. So um, there's so
1: many works that unfortunately, I don't think we won't have time to touch on all of them specifically. But um, I am quite interested in approaching this before we wrap up uh, from the idea of the audience, because as I said earlier, one of the things this does is actually open up um, the ability to see these works to anyone, really. How should an audience approach a festival like this? Um, How should they consume the works? is there a way in which for somebody who may not necessarily be as familiar with video art, to take in a festival like this?
2: Okay, so for instance, you've got two people on on your show right now, Ray and I, right? And Ray and I have known each other a long time. I'm sure our answers are going to be quite different, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the important things. There are different ways to do that. For instance, even thinking about just going to a museum show, I do it by, I enter the space and I scan it very quickly. And then I sort of look at things that I want to look at in more depth. I, I often don't go sequentially. Some people, however, really like to do sequence. So we're also in an age where the way we listen to music, it's very, I don't know if people listen to albums anymore, you know, in the way that the songs sort of really build on each other. So, you know, I think this affords a lot of openness, right? Now, of course, um, you know, to be honest, we weren't as fully organized as we would want to be, right? You know, this is a pilot project (laughs) and there's a pandemic going on, so people are less productive. So ideally, we would have everything up so that people could at least scan and think, okay, I can read a little bit more, you know, so you don't know what Ray is showing until the segment sort of launches, and then you can read a little bit about it. So that's unfortunate, we wished to be, you know, next time around, we'll be a little bit more sort of forward, we'll have everything, you know, really, right now, we build it as we go, right. But uh, once you get into a segment, you know, like the first A plus segment has quite a lot of stuff. So you don't actually, I don't recommend that you see them sequentially. You know, you can, you know, poke around a little bit, read, watch a little bit. And then when I think you, you do need to be uh, mindful. So if you really want to watch something, don't try to do it on the bus. You know, of course, you know, <laughs> people who are, you know, riding the bus during a pandemic is scary anyhow, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, so, so, you know, I think really take some time out and say, hey, okay, I'll spend an hour tonight looking at things you may not finish everything you know you might start something it's 20 minutes long and you think okay after 10 minutes i think i've had enough but give yourself time uh and and you know don't feel distracted right but before you do that you can be in a distracted frame of mind and then just browse and and choose you know just just nibble it a little bit that's my sort of suggestion ray what do you think yeah,
0: uh, I mean, one of the one of the benefits of of uh, digital technology is you can go backwards and forwards,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, uh, and and I do that a lot. I jump around often in the videos, and then I'll watch the video, and or or I'll I'll, I'll watch the video and then jump around in it. Different possibilities. Uh, but it's important also to to, to remember real time uh, with video, which began at the beginning of the video age. You know, this idea that that what is happening in in on the tape at that point uh, was exactly the amount of time that was recorded and and that that immer- that immersion into daily life in some of the, the works um, the possibility of handphone videos, which is also part of the digital age that I think one of the things that a, a, an event like this does is it opens possibilities for people of, to, uh, to videotape their own lives and, and looking at what is valuable in your life, what is unique, what, is, uh, what, what needs to be preserved in some way. I mean, I was saying it's ephemeral and so difficult, but it's, it's like frozen ephemerality uh in in video and and that capability of taking taking aspects of your own life and then bringing it out i think is is one of the the you know hopefully the knock-on effects of of, of the festival
1: thank you so much ray and thank you Wang choy
2: thank you so much Shanae. thank Thanks, you ray.
1: I've been speaking with Lee Wing Choi and Ray Langenbach about the A Plus Online Festival of Video Art. The festival is on from the 1st of August to the 12th of September and new curated selections be- are being unveiled every weekend in August. To view the works being shown and for more information, visit aplusart.asia. If you've missed any part of this interview or any previous Front Row segments, you can download the podcasts on bfm.my, on the BFM app or on Spotify. You've been listening to Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.